Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The countdown to Melbourne continues as we welcome you to TC Live, leading up to live tennis, top of the hour from Auckland. We are just five days away from the start of the Australian Open. Last week of preparation looks beautiful there. Here's what's on the show. Lamolf is back to entertain the crowds in New Zealand for the first time in a decade. He did not disappoint, but may still leave disappointed. Plus, the return of Paula Bedosa. In her first match since Wimbledon, the Spanish star jumped out to a big lead. Find out if she could hold on against American Bernardo Pera. And we've got the latest odds for the Aussie Open on the women's side. Who is the favorite and where can you get some hidden value? We're all in on TC Live today. A complete tennis overload for the next 14 hours on Tennis Channel T2 and TC+. Plus. We've got major champions Sophia Kennan and Sloane Stephens both in action. Plus Alexander Bublik, Emma Navarro and more all starting at the top of the hour. Keep it locked and loaded right here on Tennis Channel. Come on into our studios. Great to have you here with us. Steve Weissman back alongside the golden girl, Monica Puig, with us on TC Live. And for the first time in 2024, it is good to see our guy, John Wertheim. Happy New Year, John. How are things going? All good. You get me uh, from an office, but we'll be in studio soon enough. Good to see you guys. Happy New Year. John's going to be on the TC Lives all throughout the Australian Open. This is the last week of preparation for all the players heading into a major. What's that like, Monica? It's nerve-wracking. You want to rack up the matches. You want to rack up those wins. But fact of the matter is you need to find your best tennis and peak at the Australian Open. You're not necessarily looking at playing your best tennis in this week, but getting those extra reps and uh, looking forward for those two weeks in, in Melbourne. It's definitely my favorite place to be. Hopefully, the players get to last for two weeks. Only a couple get to do it. Maybe our own guy, Chris Eubanks, will get to do that coming off of a monster year. Some go from 123 in the world to the top 30. A Wimbledon quarterfinalist, Monica, now starting this season out against Botic Van de Zenschel. Yeah, we're definitely looking for a lot of pizzazz from Chris Eubanks this year after those tremendous results. But it was the Dutchman. Coming up with the goods, and despite having a 5-4 lead and a set point, Chris Eubanks tweaked his glute at 5-5 and didn't really look the same since. Then goes down one set and just not moving, not really looking too comfortable out there. Calls for the trainer. Looking like a medical timeout, grimaces in pain. Not feeling 100% and bend essential. All over it with that double fall. We hope that Chris Eubanks can figure out what's going on. Reset before the Australian Open, but it's Ben Essential who moves on. First top 50 win on an outdoor hardcourt since Miami last year. We wish all the best to Big Banks. Get healthy for the AO. Gal Malfis making his 2024 debut against Fabian Marajan, John. And Malfis spent all the last week courtside right here cheering on his wife, Alina Svitolina. Now he gets to play. 
Yeah, she she reached the final in Auckland. He was not uh, as successful. It's been, been a rough start to the season for 37-year-olds. Uh, Morojan, remember, one of these two players has beaten Carlos Alcaraz, and it's not Monfils. Morojan has had some big wins. Lanky Hungarian wins the first set. And then, Steve, what did Monica Puig do when she won a big point? Uh, here we go. <laughs> the running man. Absolutely stole that second set. Uh, Morojan had a match point to win outright. Um, Bonfils takes the second. And then Morojan, nice little regroup. Uh, again, this is a guy with some weapons. 38 winners to only 17 unforced errors. Takes Bonfils to a tie break in the third set. The decisive last few points, and they go to the Hungarian. Uh, Monfils has to be happy. He played 235, but uh, this is a big win for a player here. You see a li little bit of a uh, li little bit of a strain there late in the tiebreak. Had to take a break, but uh, again, nice win for Morojan. He's now beaten Alcaraz and Monfils, and not even in the top 50. Nice win indeed for Gal Monfils. Said he was still pleased with the effort despite the loss, as John mentioned. 37 years old, can put on a show no matter what. We love to see him play. Can he still, though, make a run at a major at this stage in his career? I'm not sure if he can, but like you said, he's an entertainer. He's going to go out onto the court, give you a show. He's going to make the fans laugh. There's going to be some glitz and glam in his play. You know that. That's just who he is. But... I think his his days on court are are numbered at this point. What do you think of those moves? I mean, they're better than my moves, that's for sure. <laughs> I mean, look at that. Can you dance like that? Uh, no. Okay. No. I think that's a Wertheim move right there. <laughs> See that at 37. Uh, no luck. What, what do you think, John, about Galmafis in terms of being able to maybe win another tournament, whether that's a 250, 500, something like that, or, or make a run at a major? Yeah, 250, 500, no question. I mean, I, th I think Monica's right. I think we all agree. Tennis is a better place when Gael's a part of the cast, but 37 is a, is a big number. He did reach the quarters of, uh, of of the Australian Open last time he played. That was two years ago. But uh, you just you, you sort of wonder about all of, all these tweaks along the way. Can he sustain? You know, the great effort for a match, absolutely. Here is his, his wife, uh, which adds an element. You know, I mean, this is a complicating factor too. You've got a a wife who's also playing and making deep runs at majors uh there's a lot going on there's a, a bit a bit of chaos in the Montfis uh in the, in the Montfis composite I'm not sure at this stage in the game he's really a factor to win majors can he pick off a 250 absolutely they've got a baby as well I mean it's a beautiful story to see them both cheering each other on in Auckland now they both head to Melbourne to start the Australian Open Barbara Krejcikova will be there as well she'll be seated ninth at the Aussie Open big news her and her longtime doubles partner, Katarina Sinyakova, no longer playing together. John, we'll see how that helps their singles, but a tough match yesterday against Anna Kalinskaya. Yeah, it was. Kalinskaya, remember, had to qualify. So this is her third match in three days, but she did not look uh, the worse for wear. Dictating a lot of these points. There's nice little defense on the squash cocks. Uh, Kalinskaya has never been inside the top 50, but is one of those veterans who's dangerous, and she proved it... Uh, against Krujikova, who again was sort of looking for more of a momentum builder heading into the Australian Open, where she will be a top 10 seed, but just didn't have it today, broken five times. Um, you know, a, a lot's going on here in this camp too. That's as good a win as Kalinskaya has had for her career. Nice uh, nice to see her pick that up. We'll see what happens with Krujikova. Nearly three hours, fourth top 10 win of her career. Former world number two, Paula Bedosa, playing her first match in six months. Monica taking on Bernarda Pera. Looked really good, Bedosa did in that first set.
She has the wheels. She knows what it's like to play these kinds of matches. Trying to shake off that rust after having gone through some injuries in 2023. But it was Bernarda Perez showing some wheels herself. And the forehand, which was stellar all match long. And Bernarda Perez playing some really great tennis. The only American to go through in the second week of the year yesterday it was not a great day for the Americans, but Bernarda Perez is going to be really happy with this performance and the way she played. Had a great level of tennis and great mental composure there at the end to close it out in three. Yeah, came back from three, one down in the third. 36 winner said after I hit some amazing shots, to be honest. Uh, she certainly did, so Perez gets the victory. But taking a look at what Paula Bedosa has done since 2020, got up to two in the world, made a major quarterfinal, and then Right now, after that loss, back down to 100. 74 to start the week. That's how she gets in to the Australian Open. But live ranking of 100 right now has never been past the fourth round in Melbourne, John. Uh, when you take a look at Paula Bedosa, what she can do in 2024, can she get back to that level where she once was? I think realistically, she's she's a way better player than her current ranking would suggest. Is she a number two player, even a number five player? Perhaps not. But you know, two years ago, she was a top eight seed in Australia, and uh, now she really doesn't come in with much momentum. Only won one match at majors last year and missed three of the four of them. Some of this is physical. Some of this, and she's very outspoken about this. Some of this is just about her confidence level. Can confidence? Beget confidence, can she win a few matches, and that will get things headed in the right direction. One hopes so, but this is a player who uh, is, is off quite a bit from the high that you referenced, Steve. What do you guys think? Yeah, I, I have to piggyback off of that. She's always talking about her mental health and how much she has struggled with the pressure and dealing with all of that. You know, she's in the spotlight with, with her boyfriend now. There's, you know, a lot of criticism about tennis players and their personal life as well. So dealing with that is very, very challenging. And she took a lot of time off in 2023. Sometimes when you do take time off, well, tennis evolves, players evolve. There's a lot of things that are changing. So she needs time to get back into the game, kind of see what things are going on, what wheels are turning for other players, and work her way from there. But right now, pressure is off. Nobody's really expecting much from her, so she has to kind of roll with the punches, I think, at the beginning of this year. So, Does Sitsi Dosa have the staying power of Jem's life? I mean, one is already married with a baby. They're a little bit more established. They've been like that for, for many, many years. And Paula and, and, and Stefanos, they're just starting out. So, you know, just have fun. Just, just have fun. Tennis is only one part of, of the life. Then yep. there's the life outside of tennis, and it's good to have a balance. It's good to be happy and, and harmonious in both. So, you know what? If, if the tennis isn't being affected and they're pretty focused and committed to their goals, you know what? It's all good. We, we like to be able to follow along, right, John? Yeah, that was, uh, that was very well said. And, you know, in, in theory, there's something probably quite healthy about having a uh, – a partner in the same line of work. But those are uh, two couples at very different points in their relationship, points in their lives, points in their tennis careers. You hope Bedosa gets it together. I mean, again, is, is she going back to the top five? Perhaps not. But uh, she's way too good a player to be ranked so low. Despite the loss, some really good signs for Bedosa in that match against Bernard Parrott. More winners to unforced errors. We'll see how she does when she heads to Melbourne for the Australian Open. A lot more straight ahead here on TC Live. When we come back, we will show you eight-time major champion Andre Agassi. He's back on the tennis court. Absolutely crushing backhands. Is a comeback in store? It's only a kick. 
a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Monica John, Steve, back on TC Live. We are leading you up to live tennis from Auckland. Top of the hour, Roberto Bautista Agut taking on Roberto Carbias Baena. Monica going to be on the call with Chanda Rubin. Looking forward to that one just moments away. But first, back to Adelaide. Anastasia Pavlyuchenkova back in the top 60, facing Beatrice Haddad Maya, who's coming off her best season ever, Mon. This is not a name that you want to see if you are a seeded player at the Australian Open, especially with how Pavlyuchenkova played in this match. She is showing some of the rest up, looking physically fit. And I have been on the receiving end of Pavlyuchenkova's serve and her ground strokes, and it is a lot to deal with. And she just brought the heat yesterday. She's moving well, dictating play and showing some great angles, which is something that she loves to do. She loves to open up the court and simply just incredible performance. She had some injuries, she's coming back, and uh, this is not a player that I would want to mess with going into AO. 26 winners in the match, that doubled what Haddad Maya had. Now 2-0 and over Haddad Maya. Nice start for Pavlia Chankova. On the men's side, former NCAA champ Mackie McDonald in action against Miamir Ketsmanovic. Both guys lost in the first round in Hong Kong. John, so looking for their first win of the season. Yeah, these are two guys. This is the fourth time they have met. Who Who is the last player to beat Rafa Nadal at a major? It's Mackie McDonald. Uh, a little trivia, but he did not uh, play so well down under uh, yesterday. Ketsmanovic just, just all over this match. Served better, broke serve five times. His service rating was more than 100 points. They were just... Did everything better than Mackie. Ketsmanovic is one of those players that other players are sort of waiting for his breakthrough. They like to practice with him, and then they come away talking about his easy power. We got a, a glimpse of it uh, today. He uh, won in just 73 minutes, 27 winners. Just a really clean match, served well, broke five times, and uh, Ketsmanovic threw not the start Mackie McDonald was hoping for. Straight ahead here on TC Live. What are the odds your favorite WTA star wins the Australian Open? Could it be the defending champ, the U.S. Open winner, or somebody who's taken it in the past? I'll show you. on TC Live, we are just 13 minutes away from live tennis here on Tennis Channel. The Battle of the Robertos. Bautista Agut, Carbias, Baena, Chanda Rubin, Monica Puig on the call. One of the prettiest courts our sport has to offer there in Auckland. And speaking of, J.J. Wolf looking to win his first match of the season, taking on next-gen star Luca Van Asha, John. Yeah, who has the bigger biceps in that graphic? Uh, J.J. Wolf, remember, a week two player at the Australian Open Last year, looking Game to get back to it, get back to the top 50, and it was not happening. Remember the name Von Asha. This is a 19-year-old, but he crossed the million-dollar mark in prize money, which is a good omen of things to come. Not a big player, about 5'10", but he can do a lot with the ball. And just a silkier, smoother player today, 16 points won at the net, which is a lot for that, uh, that kind of a court, and also not so many games played. And just the better player in every possible metric by every dimension today. Uh, dictating points against J.J. Wolf, 
Defended better, offended better. 6-4-6-2. Very nice, clean win for the teenager. One of three teams in the top 100. The other Frenchman, Arthur Fies, and then the American, Alex Mickelson. More Americans in action at Hobart. Former Texas star Peyton Stern. She's been training hard in the offseason with Eric Heckman. Playing Bavara Gretcheva, Monica. Yeah, this was a match with a lot of back and forth, lots of ups and downs. Peyton Stearns is up 5-3 in a break in this first set, ends up losing it in a tie break. There were a couple of rain delays, lots of wind, very tough conditions, but Peyton Stearns managed to lock it up there in the second set, coming back with some beautiful tennis. But just in the end, it wasn't good enough. In the third set, Gracheva coming back, playing some... Really great tennis with the wrong foot. And in a marathon three-set match, it's another American that fails to move through to the second round. Gracheva with a gutsy win in Hobart. Stearns, couple of three-set losses to start her season, but will play the Australian Open for the first time in her career next week. From one NCAA champ to another, got the former UVA star, Danielle Collins, taking on Elisa Mertens. Yeah, Danielle Collins was a former Australian Open finalist in 2022. Merton's former top 10 player who's looking to get back to her best tennis. And she definitely showed that yesterday with some great athleticism, some great touch. Merton's also very accomplished on the doubles court. Collins showed some signs of returning to her best here in the second set. Had a lead 2-0. But then Merton's just coming through with the goods. Nice touch. And Mertens is that type of player who can play a great all-court game, has some great ground strokes, some great touch, good serving. It's a very positive one for her. Moving on to round two. Loves playing in Tasmania. She's a two-time champ at that event. And so the red, white, and very, very blue yesterday. Team USA taking a whole bunch of L's overnight. John, what do you make of this? Yeah, this, uh, it's, it's a warm-up. As Monica said, you don't want to peak too soon. Uh, yeah, this is not uh, not a great day for the Americans. Bernardo Pera, the lefty, uh, doing us proud, but otherwise probably a, a day the USTA would have you forget. Well, we're, we're going to turn that, that frown upside down because we're going to show you an eight-time Grand Slam champion who's an American and back on the tennis court. Take a look at double-A, Andre Agassi. He shared this on his Instagram yesterday on the court for the first time in over a year. Caption said, maybe I could have done something in this game. What do you think, Monica? That backhand's pretty sweet. Blistering backhands. The only backhand that I would want to have, past, present, or future. It looks like he wants to take the cover right off the ball. I mean, come on. Come back, like you said. John, a little comeback here? clean strokes. I'm trying to figure out what kind of court he's playing on. But uh, no, Agassi, if you, he, seriously, he's talked a lot about how pickleball has really gotten him in shape. I mean, he looks great. And obviously, the, the hand-eye we've known about uh, for decades, 53 years old. That's not that much older than uh, the 36-year-old who's currently atop the rankings. Nice to see him uh, back out and hitting tennis balls. We haven't seen this in a long time. So that's, uh, it's very nice to see from Andre. Looks this is good. how he's warming up for the pickleball slam. Playing with his wife, okay. Stephanie, right? Stephanie Groff and uh, taking on Maria Sharapova, John McEnroe. But love to see Andre back out on a tennis court. Nothing better. Straight legend. That's my guy right there. Meantime, Iga Sviantec, she got the MVP award for the United Cup last week. Heavily favored to win the Aussie Open. Let's take a look at the bet MGM odds leading up to the Australian Open. And it is Iga, who, by the way, has only been past the fourth round of the AO once, in fact. 
But she's your, your favorite. Are, are, are you surprised, Monica, that she's your favorite and that she's never won this event? I'm not surprised at all because that bakery that she has going, it just keeps on producing bagel after bagel after bagel. Um, I do think, you know, Rabakina, Sabalenka, Coco, there's a lot of other players in the mix who can really take it to her. But right now, she's just showing no signs of slowing down. It's pretty much the Iga's way of saying, I'm here. You're going to have to beat me at my best because I'm not going to be at my worst. She's won 16 straight matches, John, dating back to last year. But how about the odds? For Naomi Osaka, who's a two-time champ, the same odds as 16-year-old Mira Andreeva. Does that surprise you? Uh, one of them is a four-time major champion who's won <laughs> twice in Australia. Um, I, you know, I mean, I, I think, look, we, we, need, we need to know more. We need to check our weather app. We need to know about the course speed. I mean, there are a lot of variables still, but uh, those are very strange odds uh, on the bottom right-hand corner there. Yes, uh, Naomi Osaka, two-time champion. Bit of a bit of a better track record and uh, more thorough track record. I think there's value with Coco, who would try to become the first, ironically, since Naomi, the first player to win back-to-back -back majors on the women's side. Rabakina looked terrific last week. And I'm with you, Steve. I mean, we, we all love Iga, but for a player who's never even been to a final in Australia and is susceptible to heat, only one semi I'm not sure I would make her such a prohibitive favorite, but, uh, you know, the, the numbers are the numbers. Yeah, I mean, Sabalenka, your, your returning champ, who uh, up until yesterday had won 15 straight matches in the country. I think she's a heavy favorite as well, but uh, yeah, throw, throw a couple shekels on, on Osaka there. Plus 1,600, why not? Take a look at what's on tap for Tuesday. TC Live, 5.30 p.m. Eastern. Three of us back with you. Leading up to live action at 6 Eastern, we've got our hot shot of the day when we come back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back. It is a big night on T2 with second serve, 7.30 p.m. Eastern. Francis Tiafo is joining the show. So is Hall of Famer Pam Schreiber. Tiafo's coach Diego Moyano, Austin Krychek, and more. It's on T2, also available on the TC app. Jeff Chisiver, Jen Michael Gamble, Nick Monroe have you covered. Well, we are counting down to the year's first major, and TC Live is your only two-hour pregame show every day, starting at 5 o'clock Eastern. Leading up to first ball in Melbourne, I'll be joined by the Hall of Fame trio, Martina Navratilova, Lindsay Davenport, and Jim Courier. Plus, John Wertheim, going to be in studio for the first time this year. Looking forward to that. Lots of guests, highlights, predictions. Going to be a good time. 15 days of TC Live at the Australian Open. Starts on Saturday. Hot shot of the day, Monica. We saved this one for you from uh, Le Mans. And it just seems to me that Gael Monfils makes the toughest shots in tennis look so easy. It just flick of the wrist, bye-bye, and cue bow. Take a bow. <laughs> Doesn't always dance. Sometimes he bows. Yeah, well, I mean, I would bow too if I could do this. He has the slide, the stop, finds the space, and it's like nothing. It's like nothing. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got this. 
I can do this all day. John, remember Dominique Wilkins, the human highlight reel back in the day? Oh, that, that's small feast on the tennis court. Incredible. Exactly. Yeah, makes the difficult look easy. Oh, boy. We, we're going to miss that guy, are we not? Well, yes, we, we certainly will. But hopefully we get to keep him for, for a little bit longer. A lot of good matches coming up today in Auckland, Hobart, and Adelaide. Looking forward to all of this. Starts momentarily. Let's break it down. We, we've got a, a major champion, Sophia Kennan, in action. Monica, she's actually won Hobart as well. That was back in 2019. Enters this tournament as a wild card. What does she need? How many matches do you think she needs to get herself ready for Melbourne? Well, last year in Hobart, she looked incredibly good. She was playing well, moving well. I think that it's only a matter of time until she finally finds that click, that same uh Sonia Kennan that we have always seen and she is very dangerous. She has incredible timing. She moves really well and mentally she's she's very very strong. So a big threat to anybody out there like we're saying there are some players who aren't seated mm. who are a danger to many seated players going into a slam. Speaking of that type of player Sloan Stevens also in action. We got eight Americans in that draw John and Sloan is somebody who listen entering any single event could always win it all. What are your expectations for her this season, 2024? We, we have a theme going here, uh, that, that of who knows, uh, Big Delta. But no, I mean, I, I think Sloan has a real chance to, to do some damage. Um, she has said that physically she feels pretty good. And remember, she's someone who's been to an Australian Open semifinal before. She knows what it's like to play under these conditions. I, I think, you know, we, we always say the same thing about Sloan, and she never disproves us, which is no one knows quite which Sloan is going to show up, including herself. But I'm very bullish on Sloan Stevens this year, and uh, I think she can get it started this week and then carry it over to Melbourne. I'm with you. I, I think I think big things for Sloan this year. A, a deep run at some major is going to happen for Sloan Stevens. Emma Navarro, 31 in the world, career high right now, going to be seated at a major for the first time in her life. How special is that? That's really cool. I was only seated once in a major in my whole career, and that was at the U.S. Open after the Olympics, and it feels special. It's like I worked so hard to get here. Nobody has really talked about her a lot. She's seated number two at Hope Bar two. So that's kind of like I'm the favorite now, kind of the favorite now at tournaments for the first time. This is all new territory. Just enjoy it. Keep doing your thing. Keep playing how you're playing and we'll see. That's It's a pretty special moment. Yeah, I, I think this is really impressive. And, you know, there hasn't been one big cannonball in the pool breakthrough for Eminemar. It's been very steady. And I think that's really impressive to go to a major seated without really a signature win. And I think she gets off against Burrell, a player she's beaten before, ought to beat. But I, I think this is a real story to watch. And to get to a top 32 position like that without really having one of those deep runs in a major really says a lot about sort of the, the gradual nature of this and, and the consistency that Emma's bringing. Yes, and I think that means there's even more room for growth. Uh, she can go deep in some of these majors, have some opportunities, not play seeds until the third round. You get a better locker too, right? I don't know about seated. the Australian okay. Open, but definitely at Wimbledon. But like you sure. said, you're not going to play a seeded player guaranteed in the first couple rounds. So good time to get your feet wet and get ready. All right, Roberto Bautista Gut stepping out onto the court to take on Roberto Carbias Baena for John and Monica. I'm Steve. Thank you so much for joining us on TC Live. Monica's going to head to the booth and join Chanda Rubin for the call of this one. Live tennis all night, all morning. Coming up next.